What's up, folks? Uh, taking an ad out on my own podcast just so I can let you know about, uh, once again, these upcoming dates I have for my Hard to Say show. March 22nd, I'm in Denver. March 24th, I'm in Boulder, Colorado. And March 27th, Fort Collins, Colorado. If you're there, if you know anyone there, it would mean the world to me if you let people know about this. Uh, I'm going to be doing more shows as well. Seattle, Portland, Santa Cruz, Bay Area, look out for that. But if, if you could please let people know the 22nd, 24th, and 27th, I'm going to be in Denver, Boulder, and Fort Collins doing comedy about my experience living with trigeminal neuralgia, uh, a.k.a. suicide disease. This is a show I've been working out uh, for a while that, that has been extremely fulfilling and uh, wonderful, uh, you know, despite not being good feeling physically. Um, you know, I know I harp about it a lot and all this stuff going on with my medical situation. This has been sort of my coping and my reason for continuing. So I have, uh, uh, I'm excited to finally do it somewhere else other than Los Angeles. So please, if you're in Denver, Boulder, Fort Collins, go to kyleayers.com slash shows, K-Y-L-E-A-Y-E-R-S.com slash shows. Uh, I have a mailing list you can sign up for there as well. It'll let you know when I'm in your area. That's the best stuff you could do to possibly support me would be that sort of thing there. Thank you very much. Um, I hope this was a, I hope I uploaded this ad properly to my own show. In a world where every conversation is about what movie or TV show you've just seen. This is Never Seen It. Comedians rewriting famous movies and TV shows they've never seen. Hey, everybody. On today's episode, the very funny Caleb Sinan is back. Uh, Caleb, you know he's been on here a few times. He's been on Conan. He has never seen Casino. So wonderful. Uh, not that he hasn't seen it. That's whatever. But a script is very funny. It's a great time. We're joined by the hilarious Simon Gibson, uh, who's just the best as well. It's all around a wonderful romp. And it sounds like I'm reading an ad now. Did my tone switch into that? Enjoy. Please enjoy this wonderful romp through yesteryear with Caleb, Kyle, and Simon. It sounds like I'm, <laughs> I'm like reading an ad. Um. Anyways, please enjoy. Caleb Sign has never seen Casino. He rewrote it, and we read his script. Uh, and please follow the show on Twitter and Instagram at Never Seen It Show. I don't post very much at all, but we're going to have a Never Seen It game night where fans will be competing uh, in before and afters and dag games and, and all sorts of Never Seen It games uh, against each other for hopefully I can come up with prizes. And that's going to be December 4th. I'm committing to it just by saying it right now. So that's two weeks after this comes out plus a day. That's very soon. Should be posting on, on Instagram and Twitter about it soon. Never seen it show on both of those. And we're on Discord as well, and that'll probably be where the first post is. I don't know. I don't get Discord. You don't have to to hop on there. But it's like a message board of people who like the show hanging out. It's at fart.kyleairs.com. I can't believe that is true, but it is. Please go hang hang out there if you want. Uh, the show has a Patreon where you can get early episodes as well as episodes of my new podcast, Silly Silly Serious. Those are all on the patreon.com slash never seen it. And Silly Silly Serious, I've had Steph Tolev, Dave Ross, Caleb Sinan, Todd Sklar have all been on there. It's very fun. Quick little podcast. As well as early episodes of this 
and episodes of this uncut with no ads. That's all on patreon.com slash never seen it. Please enjoy Caleb Sinan's Never Seen Casino and follow us on Twitter and Instagram and Discord to find out about our game night on December 4th. Thank you. Enjoy. Caleb Sinan has never seen Casino. Why did I say it like that? Uh, this is it, everybody. This has never seen it. I'm your host, Kyle Ayers. This is the podcast where comedians rewrite famous movies and TV shows they've never seen before. Oftentimes, we were told the description for the show is not long enough, but here we are, still doing it. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, guys, this is Kyle. This is the podcast where you will tune out because the concept is longer than the show itself. Uh, Today, having never seen the movie Casino, joining us is Caleb Sinan. Thank you for being here, Caleb. That's right. I've never seen it, and uh, I'm a little upset now. Because I was talking with Troy Walker last night, and he said it's it's really good, and uh, I think my whole script is about how it's bad. So I feel bad. I feel like I'm going to get yelled at by uh, cinephile Twitter. No, but I I could use the I could use the followers. Uh, also joining us here, I'm not sure if he has or has not seen Casino before. Is Simon Gibson? Thank you for being here. Hey, thanks for having me. Uh, I have seen Casino, and I will say, Caleb, uh, you're correct. That movie is a piece of shit. So. Okay, good. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> one of well, Scorsese's biggest fails. Well, everybody, right. this has been never seen it. Thank you guys for joining us. <laughs> I would, I'm gonna, you know what? This is. Everyone's going to remember it, but next April Fool's Day, that's what I'm going to do. A seven-second episode, and then 46 (laughs) minutes of me describing Casper. Uh, I I did think about... I didn't want it to look like I didn't want to do any work, but I did think about writing like three lines for Mm -hmm. the script, just as a bit, because I think it's funny. Uh, But no, I wanted to to give it some legs so we could let Simon play. I'm excited. Let me play. <laughs> I know, baby, want to play. Uh, I'm excited. I I don't remember if I've seen Casino or if I've just watched Goodfellas while falling asleep. So, <laughs> yeah, it's pretty much the same. But it's it's people say all of Scorsese's movies are pretty similar, and I I don't really. He's making it. It's hard to defend sometimes. Like, yeah, you you can pluck out like four of them that are very different, but. E- these two, the Casino and the Goodfellas and the Irishman, while all having different things happening, buddy, they're yeah. they're very similar. Yeah. <laughs> the whole the whole the whole gist of a Scorsese movie is that there'll be like horrible violence while a happy song plays in the background. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> That's his whole thing. <laughs> yeah, it's sort of. Uh, yeah, he does love that. He's he's like, I think he looks up what is the most expensive song to put in a thing, and then he's like, "What if I had someone too old to beat this guy up, beating this guy up while that song played?" It's like, "What if I had Le- what if I had Leonardo DiCaprio at his spryest and strongest, getting held down by Jack Nicholson on an inhalator, <laughs> on like on, on oxygen, smashing him?" Right, and it's also like, "What is it? Why why am I so easy to fall for?" Oh, a guy's getting his head chopped off to White Christmas. That's art. <laughs> Why? Why? Sometimes songs should match the thing. It shouldn't always be the opposite of the thing. I don't know. Then when they match, then he's playing Dropkick Murphys during a car chase. 
Yeah, I just hate when you know it's a song that like his granddaughter introduced him to, and you're like, okay, I know you don't know this song until the like a week before you shot the movie. I do yeah. like a lot of them though. I like well, a lot of his movies yeah. so much. I, they the all thing. work for me. I every I like most of his movies. I like most Tarantino movies. I'm a I'm like a dude who's a I'm a basic bitch dude. So yeah. I can't pretend it doesn't work on me. I love Scorsese, and I got a poster of Scarface. <laughs> <laughs> my favorite Scorsese movie, Fight Club, in my mind, where he yeah. made it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Every time my girlfriend tries to come over to my place, I, we got to watch Heat twice in a row. I only watch the episodes of The Sopranos where they talk about Goodfellas. <laughs> yeah. Oh, hell yeah. I'm glad Those would be good episodes, though. Page. Those would be good episodes, though. Hell yeah, dude. It's, uh, but man, Goodfellas, though, so good. Those fellas. I watched it, I watched it uh, last night. It's the, I think it's the best movie in the world. It's really, really, it's got to go. All right, so so you've never seen Casino. Never seen it. Which, see, I don't want to get too much. It, Casino feels like the if Scorsese hosted SNL, this would be the digital short. It's kind of like what the <laughs> oh, opening, no! that's what oh. the opening to Casino felt like to me. And I, yeah. I don't even dislike it, but it's like he should, it's so weird to make it within that many years of having made Goodfellas. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, it is, uh, it's just like a longer, more... Just, just more drawn out version of Goodfellas but, yeah. with like some of the worst acting I've ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> I'm serious. Uh, well, now I really want to see it. Now I'm it's like, this sort is- of like if he if he never has said cut to a single Pesci scene from Goodfellas. <laughs> yeah, he's like, he's- just keep going, just just go, just go. It's like if Judd Apatow directed uh, <laughs> the yeah. first draft. Of the departed script. Uh, but I don't hate it. That's okay. We'll do the script and then we'll figure it out. Okay, well, go Hell ahead. Yeah. You're nursing casino. Let us know who we're going to be playing. Okay. Uh, casino script. Um, Simon, uh, you're going to be, uh, you're going to be Don Rickles. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Do you and, guys? Uh, and here and, I can actually share it too, so we can all read see. off of my screen, so we don't have to pull it up anywhere. Oh, so um, we'll look like this. Oh, nice. Sweet. All right. Well, uh, you you know by Caleb Simon. <laughs> yeah, I wrote it. Uh, I, I was gonna say Caleb Pelleggi, but I was like, no, I'm really proud of these six pages. Uh, it's the most writing I've done all year. So, um, Simon, you're gonna be uh, you're gonna be Don Rickles and Joe Pesci and uh, and uh, Sharon Stone. <laughs> I'm Don Rickles, Joe Pesci, and Sharon Stone. Wait, maybe you should be... You should be... Uh, okay. Kyle, you're Robert De Niro. Okay. Damn. And uh, I'll be random dude and blind, and guy and narrator. <laughs> this actually feels like what they would be called in his script. Do you know what I mean? I don't think he gives characters names. I think no. he gives them the <laughs> no. actors. And then if it's not an actor, he can text. They're called like Idiot Five. Yeah. All <laughs> right. So you'll be, Kyle will be you'll be Sharon Stone and Robert De Niro. Right. And uh, Simon, you'll be Don Rickles and Joe Pesci. Nice. And uh, I'll be narrator and random guy and some some whatever dude. the fill-ins. Yes. Um. All right. Whenever you're ready, Caleb. All right, let's go. Casino by Caleb Sinan.
exterior. <laughs> I spent so long wondering if it was going to start interior. It's the first thing you got to type, but I was like, where do I start? If it's a car, is a car. Anyway. <laughs> is a car an exterior? Is a an car exterior? inside or outside? Um, <laughs> Man, All right. Getting scripts is hard. It's so hard. It's that's crazy. why I never, never do it. All right. <laughs> that's why I don't fault Judd Apatow for not editing stuff out. No, like your no. movie's five hours long. He's like, I wrote 200 pages. It's so hard. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not writing okay. Eric Bana into a movie just to cut him out of it. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So exterior, a pink Cadillac speeds down a dark road in Vegas or Atlantic City. Probably not Dubai, but what the hell? Let's leave that open as an option. It's a town with gambling. The point is, this road is dark. Dark <laughs> as hell. It's also a seedy outskirt road. One of the parts of town that you bury a body in, Gabagool. <laughs> so yeah, crime is happening for sure. In and around this road, it's desolate, except for the crime and that pink Cadillac. Don't forget about that. It's also night when crime happens quite often. Interior, the pink Cadillac. <laughs> All right, we're still, not much has changed. Still night. <laughs> Inside this car, we got the usual suspects. Kevin Spacey, Kevin Pollack, Benicio Del Toro, and the Baldwin brother that's not the other two. They're all dead, though. <laughs> chopped up in little bags in the back. In the front, we got Robert De Niro and Joe Pesci. Character names, TBA. Uh, what's that sound? Sound? What do you mean, <laughs> You're getting punchy, you dirty Mick bastard. I, I don't think I'm Irish in this. Well, fuck me. What do I know? I don't know what you are, but I know you're phoning it in. I don't start doing that for a couple more years. Robert De Niro stops the car and gets out. He opens up the trunk to find a completely operational slot machine, which begins... He begins playing compulsively while he chain smokes and reads one of those awful skin mags from the 60s or 70s. <laughs> He's got a problem. All right, voiceover. As far back as I can remember, I always wanted to be a casino. <laughs> <laughs> I just knew I had to be built near or attached to a hotel, resort, or cruise ship. Everybody else was suckers. Title card, casino. Stylized with big horrible lights and the O is a tiny little nipple. <laughs> <laughs> interior a horrible casino filled with old people and these people are old as shit they're old in 1962 so we're talking civil war veterans here and not the good guys could be day night who knows robert de niro's walking around the casino smoking a cigar and grabbing his dick in a way that seemed okay at the time he walks over to a blackjack table and starts yelling at a dude no counting cards you jimmy jack piece of shit I told you twice already. I'm blind. No counting how many times you told me that. Out of my casino. Robert De Niro snaps his fingers, giving the signal. Don Rickles appears out of nowhere. Blind? If you're blind, I'm a bucket of M&M's. <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't make any sense. If it made sense, you wouldn't be unloading the truck from Mama Johnson. He's right, Don. Nobody knows what the fuck you're talking about. Oh, I suppose it wouldn't hurt to light the tree. And the genteels in the back are going, this ain't Billy Graham. I swear to God, Don. A gunshot rings out. <laughs> a hush falls over the casino as Joe Pesci walks over. That's enough, Donnie boy. I've had enough of your Catskill Mad Libs. 
I like jokes <laughs> about marriage in New York public transit. That's it. So knock it off or you're going to be eating ass through a straw in San Quentin. That kind of sounds like one of my jokes. You heard him, Don. <laughs> you and the blind guy both got to go. Don Rickles and the blind guy both slowly walk to the door. You're not really blind, are you? Who's asking? Don and the blind guy laugh uncontrollably. Nobody knows why. Nobody ever knows why. <laughs> Thanks, Joe Pesci. That was really effective. It, uh, what do you mean? I mean, it worked. They're both gone. What do you mean effective? Like, I work for you? I do whatever you need me to do? It seems like you're oddly fixating on something and... Uh, what do you mean fixating? Joe, words have meanings. It's not complicated. Use some context clues. I can't explain every... Explain? Joe Pesci pulls out a gun. Hey, what are you going to do? Uh, shoot me? Yeah. What do you think I'm doing? Pulling out a gun? Oh, I get it. <laughs> it is pretty annoying explaining shit like this. My bad. Joe Pesci and Robert De Niro shake hands and have a quick laugh. <clears throat> Look out! Without warning, Sharon Stone walks over to the blackjack table and shoots Robert De Niro and Joe Pesci in the head. Then they lay dying and she shoots him again. Then she reloads her gun and shoots him a bunch more times. To prove a point. We always called each other. (laughs) (laughs) Stupidest thing I've ever done in my life. We always called each other casinos. Like, that's a good casino. You'd enjoy going there on a bachelor party or when you're almost dead. The crowd around the bodies is confused. Hey, why'd you kill them? I don't really understand how this works narratively. They were arguing over blackjack and now... I don't know, am I missing something? Who are you supposed to be? Why did you do that? How'd you even get here? Sharon Stone looks directly into the camera. Lucky, I guess. Sharon Stone winks. In credits roll as eight Rolling Stones songs play <laughs> at the same time. The end. Oh, uh, I am going to edit eight Rolling Stone songs together and they will be playing right now. <laughs> I would uh, love <laughs> just I'll text it to you guys when it gets edited. <laughs> it always thinking about how first off, didn't not nail it. Is that kind of what it's like? I know Don I wanted to after I started writing and I was like, honestly, as I was writing, I was like, I hope Simon because I was like, I want Simon to be Don Rickle. <laughs> I also love I also love how I was doing like twelve different dialects and I <laughs> I couldn't decide on one that worked. <laughs> I, I, I think they were just worked, sort though. of like verbally about their commitment to the 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 tone. I suppose. Yeah. Yeah. I can't. I oh, can't honestly not remember a single thing that happens in Casino except, I guess, spoiler: a car explodes, that and then right. at the end you find out that the car explosion wasn't that bad, even though it's like the inciting. It's yeah. how the movie starts. I, I just remember uh, I remember the bat scene. There's like a famous bat beating scene in that movie. And, oh, baseball uh, bat! I was literally thinking like the animal. Me <laughs> too. <laughs> no, the, let me tell you, Joe Pesci kills a guy with a with a, a literal uh, bat, <laughs> a vampire bat. <laughs> Legally, he couldn't go by the name they wanted him to go by, so instead he just went by Joe Pesci, Joe the Pesci. man with the bat. <laughs> 
I re- but I remember that that you know it's like a, a you know it's very you know uh, not notorious or it's like a very famous scene the the you know bat yeah. beating and I did just watch uh, not the whole movie but for, I can't even remember I think I was watching some on YouTube and it was like you know the most famous or no it was like what happened with Casino and you think and because I was like yeah this movie sucks. Yeah, so that scene at the time, it was like, oh, my God, this movie is like the most violent, gratuitous, you know. And by today's standards, I watched it again. It's pretty tame. It's not. Yeah. Really. yeah. It's, it, it happens so It's sort of like uh, when people people watch like The Matrix and they're like, oh, so the bullets go slow. They've gone slow in every movie for 21 years. And you're like, yeah, yeah. yeah but this was the movie 21 years ago. Yeah, this right. it came out. That. It came out with this, or people yeah. are like that. Nosferatu is not that scary. He's just standing around a corner, and they're like, "There weren't allowed to be corners in movies in 1918." Right? <laughs> or it's like you ever watch a comedy in the 80s, and you're like, "There were five jokes in that." Did they not know you could have um, write as many jokes as you wanted? That's why I think like something like Naked Gun really blew everyone's minds. Oh, it's the because they were greatest. just like, "Hold on," but he can do a joke. During it, do you know what I mean? It's like <laughs> I didn't. I Simon think, like, showed yeah. me that movie. It blew my blew my mind. I watched it for the first time this year, and I was still like, "This is Dude. some of the jokes you feel are like weirdly timed, and people don't really make just like look at that fat lady jokes anymore." Yeah. But the ending yeah. at the baseball stadium is like the funniest thing, and there's like Holy twenty shit. or thirty jokes in it that would be the funniest joke any movie had this year. Yeah, it is. It is interesting, and and you know what? I'll say this. You know, the guy's got the guy's got some problems, but. uh O.J. Simpson. <laughs> He's a great actor. He's yeah. a great actor in that. I, yeah. yeah, I looked him up afterwards, and yeesh, but like, uh, I, yeah, I thought. <laughs> yeah, don't I look just, him up. Don't look well, him up. Well, I, I just because you guys know I hate the Bills, so it really. It <laughs> well, he never. He didn't get canceled. Because, imagine just thinking he got canceled. Yeah, he got canceled. <laughs> yeah, cancel culture. Uh, uh, but he never got a Razzie. <laughs> it was just for the murder. Yeah, OJ Simpson gets canceled now. For... I hope that. What if the Raz Razzie Maybe. Awards tried to give him a lifetime achievement award next year? Oh, that'd be funny. <laughs> he'd accept it. I we, think and then, in our next category, we have a lifetime achievement award for a producer, and our <laughs> finalist is. We're just standing on the top of hell. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I never thought of hell having a top. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's hey, we're a roof, on it. I guess. Pretty cool that he's poking it with the stick, and you just think your downstairs neighbor is busy. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, I, I got a I got an apartment in the attic of hell. No big deal. <laughs> Earth <laughs> is just the Holy attic goodness. of hell. I mean, how low would the rent if the rent if you found out the rent in hell was like three fifty a month? I'd be like, mm. yeah, uh, especially uh, like what what's the window sitch? Yeah. <laughs> do I do I have to set up my own Wi-Fi or is it already here? <laughs> is there laundry and then Satan's like hookups? <laughs> no, <laughs> they're in a weird place in the kitchen. <laughs> yeah, the washer dryer is is in the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> the shower curtain doesn't go all the way around it. Oh, uh, well, I'm used to it in a week. Yeah. So uh, it. Simon, you, you played Don Rickles. Is that close? I know he's in it, but I don't know anything else. Is he funny? Is he serious? Does he do his weird jokes? You know what's what's interesting is like I had no recollection of Don Rickles being in that movie um, until until 
until I saw until I was watching that thing on YouTube and I was like, holy shit, Don Rickles is in this. He's a, it's a very weird casting choice because he's he like kind of floats in and out, but there's no real it's almost that like it's almost like uh, Martin Scorsese was just like, I need to put Don Rickles in a movie somehow. <laughs> it's like <laughs> legally he had to do it. Yeah. <laughs> the Rickle uh, effect. <laughs> but is, is he supposed to be funny? Is he? Is, does he play a comedian? No, he's not. No, he's not funny in it at all. What? As, as far as I remember, yeah, he's like a, a a floor manager at the casino. Yeah, but I don't. But, I don't remember exactly either. But you think like he wanted to be like? I think Scorsese. He wanted to be like that old Rickles Vegas with Sinatra, and this is the t- time era. And it's always funny when people. You hear about like how Rickles was Sinatra's friend because Rickles would make fun of him, yeah. and he was like he was like people would be like he used to make fun of him. He'd be like, "Hey Sinatra, what are you gonna have sex tonight?" Oh, and Sinatra would laugh and laugh. He <laughs> <laughs> really busted his. Body. Really, but yeah. hey Sinatra, what Don't that hot life. lady likes you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, roasting was a really different. Uh, Really different. Thing. Hey, the kind of money they pay, and you smile, and you'd be like, "Oh, well, he just said you're rich." It's like, <laughs> yeah. it, it was mostly acknowledging things that he wished he had that Sinatra had, and Sinatra yeah. laughing uh, because he <laughs> felt yeah. he felt no threatening vibes at all from Don Rickles. No. So is Frank Sinatra in it? Does he, or is they just Don Rickles is in there not being Don Rickles? He's I not Don would, Rickles. That is bizarre. No, he- yeah, he's acting as a character in that. What movie. if like Rickles' SAG card was about to expire or something like that, <laughs> and he just really needed health insurance? Yeah, oh, I gotta man. keep. I keep my insurance. Take my SAG card. <laughs> if you don't work, they take it away. Yeah. Well, it's funny because in Goodfellas, I was rewatching that. I, I kind of forgot Henny Youngman's in it, and he does a set. <laughs> It's just like doing stand up. Oh, yeah. So I was like, is Don Rickle is every is it just like not only is it the same two leads, we still got De Niro and Pesci, but yeah. we have an old comic. I was like, is he doing jokes? I, I had no idea how similar it was. <laughs> oh, man, that that scene in Goodfellas when he's just like, you know, I asked I asked my wife, uh, I said, where do you want to go on vacation? She said, uh, I don't know, somewhere I've never been before. And I said, OK, how about the kitchen? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> They laugh and laugh because it's girlfriend's night. It's girlfriend's night. <laughs> but honestly, that joke's kind of woke because he's like, my wife doesn't cook. You know, I, I do that. That's I pretty do cool. All the, I do all the housework. You know? Yeah, you know, we're pretty, we're pretty progressive couple. You know, she she has a job. Yeah, that's true. I hadn't Eddie thought about Herman, it that way. <laughs> way ahead of his time. Uh, all right, guys, we got a few. <clears throat> I'm going to cough. I already did. We got a few mm-hmm. podcast games we're going to play. This first game is called Before, Before and, and Afters. Afters. How it works is two movies have been smushed together into one movie. I will tell you the smushed together plot. You guys okay. have to tell me the smushed together movie title. Some smushed together movie title examples could be For Argo, Saving Private Silverman, uh, The Wolf of Wally Street. They're, they're not well done. Is the thing to emphasize here. These are always really, really hard. Um, And so we've got one. We got four of them here. Are you guys ready for plot number one? Yes. All right, here we go. An inventive U.S. marshal and his unlikely partner save the president from feuding teenage New York City rival gangs. Ooh. 
okay, so it's West Side, West Side Story, one of them? What do you think, Simon? You want to? Walker, Texas Ranger. West Side Walker, Texas (laughs) Warriors. The Warriors of the World, the U.S. Marshal. It's not U.S. Marshals. That's a movie, isn't it? That's We Are Marshall, and it's about we a plane Mar- crash. <laughs> <laughs> okay. An wait, inventive wait. U.S. Marshal and his unlikely partner save the president from feuding teenage save New York City president. rival gangs. Mm. It, it's, wait, is one of them in the line of fire? This is a real movie. That's the, real movie. That is the beginning plot. To, that is the part of the plot to the first part, and you have the second part, I believe. West Side Story. The West into the West Side Story. The West fastest gun in the West Side. <laughs> Olympus ah. Olympus has fallen. West Side Story. <laughs> <laughs> we are looking for Wild Wild oh, West Side Story. Ah, wild man. Wild West Side Story. All right, number two. Wild Wild West Side Story. <laughs> I say I just can't imagine podcast. describing Wild Wild West as an inventive U.S. Marshal. I know it's like, tough. Some it's of these movies, spiders. right? Some of the movies yeah. when you when you think about the plots and actually try and write them out. Uh, I talk about this a lot on the podcast, but one of the funniest things I've ever seen is this comedian Dan Friesen when I was in college. Like when I first thought about comedy as an idea, he had written a bunch of sketches where it was Barry Sonnenfeld, the director of Wild Wild West and Men in Black and Men in Black Two. It was Barry Sonnenfeld asking Will Smith to please stop spoiling the songs in the raps. <laughs> <laughs> or please stop spoiling the movie. He was like, Will, the movie doesn't come out for seven months. You have to stop. And Will Smith's like, what do you mean? He's like, here's the lyrics. Then we beat the spider guy. Then we save the president. And he's like, you're right. Yeah. <laughs> we, then we beat the spider guy. All right, here Kenneth, we go. Here we... And then Kenneth Branagh came in a giant robot <laughs> spider. And then we made another Men in Black, and he thought he couldn't remember that he was a Men in Black, but then he did remember he was a Men in Black. <laughs> Tommy, Tommy Lee, Lee Jones. Jones erased his memory, then brought him back. <laughs> he united with his wife, and we saved the world, but nobody knew it. Wild <laughs> Wild West. <laughs> now you're just like, Will, they up. don't even rhyme. Uh, all right, number two, number two. A year after being left alone at home by his parents, a young boy finds himself alone in the five points seeking revenge on the man who killed his father. Mm. Home alone to Lost in Gangs in New York. <laughs> That's like the first one I've ever gotten. That's two yeah, of the four movies good. Caleb has seen. Oh my god, I know. Whew. That was. Tough. I thought I said not to do the two movies that me and Caleb have watched together. <laughs> <laughs> I specifically put that one in because I thought Caleb would have seen at least one of those movies. <laughs> oh boy, that's right, such a relief. Number three, number yeah. three. Let me tell you, just real quick, though, Home Alone, the first one, Home Alone 2 is bad, but the first Home Alone, it holds up. It really does. It's like a good, tight 90s script. Do you know what I mean? Joe Pesci's in it. And there's a lot of really good. There's a a quick documentary on Netflix about Home Alone that's pretty fun to watch. And it's it's like very Netflixy because it feels like they're just reading the Wikipedia page to you, but it's still super super interesting. And yeah, cool. Wikipedia. Yeah, I watch those. There's like a it's like a, yeah, the, it's I like love this movie theory. or why why I, this movie was the Die Hard one is also really really good. Die Hard one's great. 
and it, and it was, and it's great because like it teach, it taught me that like, you don't need to really write a script. You just need to be famous enough. Yeah. That you just pitch an idea. And because they were like writing that whole script as they were filming the movie. Yeah. They hadn't even like, they were filming it and they hadn't even figured out the ending. Yeah. They had so little invested in the movie. The Die Hard building is across the street from where meetings about Die Hard were taking place. Do you know what I mean? They were like, let's just use that like Wait, office they didn't building know how, in Century City. They didn't know how Die Hard was going to end? No, no. No. They were like they were like trying to figure it out. Yeah. And so that is why there is one of the ultimate um, like, uh, like uh, movie like gaffes just like one of those like a horrible edit and that is like at the very beginning because they didn't know how they were gonna how the terrorists or the you know the crooks were going to escape and they figured out that like ambulance inside the truck thing you know um but at the very beginning of the movie when all the bad guys walk out of the truck the truck is completely empty there's no ambulance in there yeah uh, and that's because they filmed that scene before oh, wow. they knew how how it was supposed to end. They yeah. were okay with finishing the movie thinking no one will watch this twice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Meanwhile, I'm watching it every Christmas. I do. Yeah. It's for great. I also love Home Alone. Home, the Home Alone stuff is so funny hearing people talk about how difficult Pesci was on set. You know when someone talks about someone's difficult and then you hear the details and you're like, oh, they just, uh, you wanted them to be like a funny puppet. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's like, even like it, people, be, he was so difficult on set. He I didn't would know always, that. He would always sit in his trailer and he never wanted, it's like, he probably tired. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he He's really busy. And I and, mean, the one, the one time I've, you know, been on a, on a set where I had, you know, a trailer to go to, like, I'm sleeping in there. Right. When, <laughs> I, when I'm not yeah. having to do stuff, I'm, I'm resting. Do you I'm ever rest. try and like you're on like some like small set, like being some bit part in a sketch or something, and you think that you need to like be nice and entertain the crew? You know what I mean? You want to be like, what's up, guy? And then you yeah. they hate you. They're just like, please go sit over there. And you're like yeah. trying to they're putting your mic on. You're trying to like whisper riffs into it or something like that. Yeah. And it's no, everyone's a union worker at work. Yeah. And <laughs> want they want you to sit on that box until it's your turn to dance. Yeah, yeah. I, we and Simon were on the same set a few weeks ago, and it, I was a h- huge hindrance because I kept laughing at Simon, and like I think I literally shook the camera with like I was sitting. <laughs> in, I don't even know whose chair it was. I was sitting in some director chair. I don't. I don't, I don't remember that. I mean, <laughs> that, that was. Uh, I think I ruined a bunch of your takes. I, by I always am like I'm very skeptical about the this person's difficult. This is difficult. Store that time that Christian Bale rant came out. I listened yeah. to it and. I was sort of like, it feels like everyone's right here. Like, yeah, you know, he went a little crazy and he's screaming, but also like he's insane. He's Batman. He he has to be so focused to act. And then a guy is kind of goofing around where he's not, not goofing around or whatever, moving when you're not supposed to. It's just a lot of people at work and you're taking a very tense moment in the 15th or 16th hour of a work day and yeah, like exactly. extrapolating it down to like a 20 second clip he Dude, went off a little much for any human in really any situation yeah. but he's also playing the most he's a method dude playing the most stressed out thing in the most stressed out circumstances and yeah. then someone kind of fucked with his shit 
Honestly, I have meltdowns if I work for more than like five hours at a time. If this <laughs> podcast doesn't end by one, I will throw my computer out the window. <laughs> also, with Christian, the, he was on the set of Terminator Salvation. It was a horrible movie. I'm yeah. sure it was. I'm sure everybody felt bad on that thing. Like how trying to make that good. It would cra- I mean, be crazy to be 200 days into a movie you know isn't going to be great. Yeah. And they're just like, oh. okay. And then you're just sitting in what I assume is a set that is only green talking to a guy with dots all over him. <laughs> <laughs> and you're just like, yeah. like imagine if the uh, Avengers Endgame was bad and Robert Downey Jr. had to like die to nothing and like all of his friends are in green and he's in green and there's like a child in green to be a raccoon and you're just like and then he's they're like okay and now now you die we're 96 hours into this story now you die and he's just like talking to like uh who's that one character actor who does all the motion capture stuff and like just he's just talking to like andy circus's understudy in dots (laughs) Yeah, his stand-in. <laughs> I think that that's hard. It's really easy to pretend you're Abe Lincoln. You don't need an Oscar for that. Everyone's also in the room with you. It's hard yeah. to be green. Andy Circus should be what the Oscars are named after. They should be called the Andy's Circus. And it should be... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's that's so why, like, hard. Being Gollum gave- is so hard. <laughs> Truly. And everyone gave uh, Hayden Christensen so much shit because he was like really you know bad in the in the in those star wars uh, prequels or whatever uh but the guy was like literally talking to a wall the you're ta- whole yeah. time. imagine if you're talking to absolutely nothing you're in a giant warehouse and there's nothing there and you talk for 10 minutes and then samuel l jackson walks in in a robe you're gonna have a hard <laughs> time focusing if you're the only two people there <laughs> If they're like, okay, so go kill those kids and then stand here and pretend a puppet and not even pretend a person's there. We're going to CGI in a puppet. Also, it's not only in the room alone. It's also they're like, oh, what do you got for me to say in this room alone? They're like, that's the worst dialogue that's ever been written. You're like, (laughs) oh, just say Jar Jar is betraying us. Yeah. Yeah. I hate sand. (laughs) This has never been done in the history of the Jedi. (laughs) <laughs> say for the future is bad it's I'm say- gonna be Darth Vader <laughs> <laughs> that's the first line of the first movie <laughs> he, he, the little kid turns to the camera at the end I'm, I'm gonna, gonna be Darth Vader <laughs> yeah does it does a wink like Sharon Stone for <laughs> <laughs> the force does the wink oh, not even actually yeah, a force wink everybody knows the old it force just wink. says the the word wink pops up like a batman punch <laughs> i just think it's hard it's all hard everyone takes all these little things they get anyways here is the next before and after <laughs> i don't know how we got on this wow me neither um <laughs> While trying to survive and find a cure for the zombie apocalypse, three brothers and their father navigate the difficulties of life and love in early 20th century Montana. Uh, Get ready to play okay, what was, and afters. <laughs> what was the first one? While trying first. to survive and find a cure for the zombie apocalypse, three brothers and their father navigate the difficulties of life and love in early 20th century Montana. Oh God, I I don't know the the uh oh um uh twenty eight days later bonanza twenty 
28 days 28 later, days. Bonanza. <laughs> Bonanza's like, see ya. 28 days, 28 Legends of the Fall. You're halfway there. Ooh. Second um, halfway. 20, uh, Legend. I am Legends of the Fall. Ah, oh, God. That was good. Woo. Caleb. I was going to say World War Z, a river runs through it. (laughs) (laughs) World War Z, you later. (laughs) I am Legends of the Fall. Here we go. Final one. There for research and a rescue, a movie star past his prime and a recent college grad link up in Tokyo to stop another group from capturing animals for a prehistoric zoo. That felt like five movies. Wait, can you say that again? There for research and rescue, a movie star past his prime and a recent college grad link up in Tokyo f- to stop another group from capturing animals for a prehistoric zoo. Once upon a time in Jurassic Park. Tokyo One- Drift, the land before time. Fast and the Furious... The first one is is a movie is a, a a movie star past his prime. A movie star past his prime and a recent ho- college grad link up in Tokyo is one of them, and the other one is there for research and rescue to stop another group from capturing animals for a prehistoric zoo. So we got like a sandwich going on here. I think the second one is the Lost World. Uh land land of the Lost World. To, movie star to, past yeah. his prime. Hmm. Once upon a time in the lost world? No, because it's yeah. Why am I fixated on that? <laughs> I think <laughs> even I before I even read any of the plot, you're like, this one's going to be once upon a time in Mexico, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> whether I Kyle wants recently. to be or not. <laughs> oh man, this one's hard. Only uh, star past his prime, and a recent college grad. Oh God, this is this is tough. So I mean, we know that to... the Lost World is the second part. It is uh, the Lost World is the uh, bread to this sandwich, if you will. Ooh, 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 ooh! Lost in translation, the lost, lost world in translation. <laughs> hey, we got it! Oh shit! The lost in translation world is what we we got oh, it. We got God. it. That's another one that's like difficult to write the plot without literally saying the name of the actor. There isn't a plot to Lost in Translation. Right. I should have just called it uh, the second dinosaur movie is a poster on Kyle's dorm wall. And you would have been like, oh, the Lost in Translation world. Just said uh, you can't hear what he whispers and some dinosaurs. There's a bunch of dinosaurs in a sequel do karaoke. (laughs) And it makes you feel mortality. I don't remember Lost in Translation at I all. I would like. I, I, it's a movie where I watched it four or five times in six months once, and then have never yeah. revisited it. And I wonder if it would make me feel the same. I think I might have to wait till the pandemic is over to watch any of these movies that make me feel melancholy mortality. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Because now I'm like, actually, I just need to spend my time watching like race cars. <laughs> yes. Absolutely. I need something. I need something to completely skew my uh, right. reality right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm, that's like like uh, like that new show on Amazon, Utopia. Have you seen that? No. I, I I just saw the preview, and it's literally like a 
it's got the it's got uh Dwight from the office and some other people. But it's it's literally like about uh a global pandemic and the end of Oh the- no. And I'm just like, why are we <laughs> Yeah. Why? Why even I mean, put this out? I like, know put Dwight in that also. We, yeah. <laughs> uh, we tried Jim? to watch like, a, a scary movie, but we didn't want like one that we knew was explicitly graphic because I'm more of like I like a ten. And so everyone said it comes at night was really really good. They're like it comes at night so good. It comes at night so good. And then we watch it and we're just like, this is a fucking pandemic movie. Like I thought it was like about a monster or something, and it's not. It's about like people getting coping with the pandemic but it's like a very small scale indie movie from five years ago it's like i can't escape comes at night mm, you have to watch to find out all right guys the next game we're gonna play is called when opposite Kyle day makes a sound you go the opposite way that is how you do it smile turns to sound the game is opposite day or something close to all right, Man, thank you. That was good. That is that Mike. Good. Mike Kaplan wrote that theme song for Opposite Day, um, <laughs> and performed and it. performed it. Yeah. So thank you, Mike. Thank <laughs> you, Mike. Performed it so as he wrote. So these are Opposite <laughs> Days we have done. Though I'm confident, Simon and Caleb, I don't think you're all caught up on the podcast. So um, maybe we did these. I can't actually remember how Opposite Day works. Is I'm going to tell you sort of something kind of opposite of what the title of the movie is. For instance, the bad, the good. And the pretty could be the good, the bad, and the ugly. The loudness of wolves could be the silence of the lambs. Do we understand sort of what we're doing uh, here? I gotcha. I will I tell gotcha. you the opposite. You guys tell me what movie that title is kind of a bad version of the opposite of. Here, I'll play the theme song again. I'm not actually going to. It's long. Here we go. <laughs> Number one, Uber Rider. Uh, Taxi driver. Taxi driver. <laughs> Number two. The light day. In the dark of the night? In the heat of the night. In the heat of the night. Uh, The dark darkness of night. (laughs) You're so close. You're saying. The long dark night. The dark (laughs) night. Yes. Ah. (laughs) (laughs) I'm really bad at trivia stuff. Um, Here we go. The next two, these ones are harder. These ones are harder. Nowhere near any shoreline. (laughs) Nowhere near any shoreline. Very loud and incredibly close. <laughs> no, um, no that, uh, the opposite of that one would be called something that really happened. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Ooh. Okay, now I forgot what the nowhere near was. any shoreline. Nowhere near any shoreline at n- n- close to the mountain on the mount in the in the ocean in the Cold deep blue mountain. sea. Cold Ta- Mountain? No. Cold Mountain. The uh, world, la- the close. Cliffhanger. 20,000 right, leagues I'll under try the and, sea. I'll try and riff another complete opposite for this one. Um, at the land back. Far. <laughs> <laughs> I, like, I feel like I had a stroke saying I, that. I'm Beyond the sea? My ears at are the cool. land back. <laughs> Why does that sound like a weird slur? At the land back. <laughs> it does sound. I, I know who you're talking about, too. We got to have. Okay, now, that one is worse. What's the first one again? <laughs> I, nowhere near any shoreline. Nowhere near any shoreline. Manchester by the sea? The I would have gone by uh, woman back hair. Okay. <laughs> we need the. 
Man- Manchester's opposite would be woman shaved back. Woman shaved uh, back. <laughs> Bar- the wor- uh. Woman shaved back, nowhere near the inlet. Close. Guys, we are looking for Close. on the waterfront. On the waterfront. Oh, come on. Off, off the land back. I don't even know what a waterfront is. I've seen the movie and I can't remember. I don't uh, even know who's in that movie. I've never that's even That's Marlon Brando. Uh, that's like could have been a contender. Man. Um I got to uh, I got to get my uh I got to do my uh what's the all those classic movies. I'm just Yeah, like, you're all right. It's all right. So they're fun to watch if you want to like feel acting. Like you watch <laughs> it and you're like, "Look at him act." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> It's also if you want to see 65-year-olds play every 30-year-old man. Every 30-year-old man is at least 65. Yeah, it's like a 65-year-old playing a 30-year-old in love with a 20-year-old woman played by a (laughs) 9-year-old. And she's pregnant. (laughs) Now this sounds like my kind of flick. Oh, boy. The last game we're going to play is called Guess What Movie Trailer Kyle's Dad's Describing, having only watched the movie and never having heard of her. Guess what movie trailer Kyle's dad is describing, having only watched the trailer and never having heard of the movie game. How this game works is my dad watches a movie trailer. He describes what's happening in that trailer. You have to guess what movie the trailer is for. Caveat, my dad has not been to a movie theater since Space Jam was in theaters. He does not know anyone or anything. Space Jam? Uh, that's what I play the one same one every time. It's the Space Jam trailer, and it starts with my dad saying, "This is for Space Jam. We just saw this." <laughs> Here we go. Are you ready? Yeah. Yes. Okay. He came to them all with a pledge. That is a really fancy dinner. He is presenting them with a direct challenge, and they hated his speech. He can't find his family. The press went crazy when they found out. So many quick shots, all with one line. I didn't know phones worked on those back then. (laughs) She says he will not negotiate. He's more than his job. He's also a husband and a father. And he knows how to fight. All right. We think we got it here. Is it Ransom? It is not Ransom. It is not Ransom. We'll play the last. I think we got Remember that. The shots are so fast now. Some fighter jets show up, showed up. And that missile is heading straight for it. All right. Is this a new movie? No. Okay. Uh, is this like a true movie? No. Okay. <laughs> uh, Olympus has fallen. <laughs> Not as far away as you might think. Uh, wild, wild west. Further away. Ah. Um, Armageddon. We are looking for Air Force One. Oh. Air Force <laughs> One. God, uh, that movie's great. <laughs> <laughs> I was I, once he said he came to him all with a pledge. I was like the pledge, the pledge of the pledge. Like I, I thought you just I kept say the word pledge, pledge in was in the title. Pledge. Allegiance, allegiance, the skulls. Yeah, I was like, oh. and not and and then not negotiating. I was like, it's ransom. It's the negotiator. It's 
It's the pledging <laughs> negotiator. It's the negotiator cleaning wood with pledge. Um, all right, we <laughs> got one more. Movie. You guys ready for one more? Yeah, let's do it. Last yeah. one. Okay. Why is she breaking the elevator? This guy seems super tall. He's going to hit his head in there. It seems like he's starting a new job and his wife wants him to start a family. I might have to watch this again, but that tiny door takes you where? So it's those guys being that guy. Mm. Oh. Do you want it? Do you want to guess going it? To scream it? I'm just happy that I know it. You can guess it if you want. Uh, let's say it at the same time. All right. One, One two, three. Bean John. I'm out of it. <laughs> Caleb, were you about to guess Mean Girls, and you pivoted to you're like me being John Malkovich? I was saying, I was saying Bean. Oh, uh, I thought it was Mr. Bean. Good job, guys. That's a good way to end the whole thing. Oh, we, we got it right there. Whew. We got to win. We got to win. Tiny door is what got me. Yeah, I was like immediately. Uh, I'm going to say, door. is it uh, Paste Magazine Tiny Concerts? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, well, guys, thank you for being here. Caleb, thank you for never having seen Casino. Simon, thank Thanks, you for having seen Casino. Thanks, and I'm never going to watch it. <laughs> no, I'm going to watch it. Uh, guys, tell everyone where to find you on the internet, and if there's anything you want people to find you on the internet. Hell yeah. Um, uh, well, please follow me on Twitter. Uh, my Twitter got uh, permanently uh, taken down because of uh, impersonation. I, you know, for years <laughs> I've been changing my name and picture to... <laughs> Trump or Biden or whoever I thought was funny at the time. And uh, uh, turns out that is against the terms and conditions. So uh, my my handle's not Caleb signing anymore. It's at dumb Caleb. Dumb. Like a dummy. Follow me at dumb Caleb, please. I got to get back to I love Twitter, but I only got 800 followers. So please. I love it's a fun website. And uh, I promise never to break the rules again. <laughs> Uh, yeah, man, that was, that sucked. Cause you were, you were up there with the, with the yeah, 7,000. It was, yeah. it was going good. I know that's not a lot, but to me, it boy, it feels like a lot now that it's down to 800. <laughs> well, I will say this, uh, follow me at, uh, on Instagram and Twitter at Simon Gibson. Um, I also, uh, am <laughs> trying to rebuild my follower account because, <laughs> When I when I got on a, a TV show that only five year olds watched, I was like, <laughs> I was like, I'm deleting my Twitter. I'm not gonna get fucking canceled for something I wrote eight years ago that I don't even remember. Turns out, uh, I got no followers from that show, and I also never tweeted anything that bad. I literally <laughs> only tweet about food and being fat. So um, follow me on there. <laughs> And uh, and you know, watch Cannonball. You know, only only ten year olds watched it, so you know, uh, do that. I don't care. I don't <laughs> care. actually don't. Care. No, Thanks, follow guys. Simon. Simon's a good follow. Oh come on, you're a good follow. Oh Kyle's a good follow too. Kyle's a great follow. All right, everybody, remember you can only pick one. That's our official <laughs> never seen it rule. Only follow one person per episode, and you have to unfollow someone from the previous episode. So sorry, Mike Kaplan. Um, no, thank you guys very much. Thank you guys very much for listening uh, to the podcast. Holy shit, I forgot what. Okay, Man. thank you. Smooth.
That is all of the it for us. Thank you for listening. Go find us on Discord at fart.kyleairs.com, Instagram and Twitter, at Never Seen It Show. We got show merch, kyleairs.com slash shop. Go find the merch on there. We got uh, the game night coming up. Find us on Discord and socials for that. We got a patreon.com slash never seen it as well. Thank you so much for listening. I appreciate it. Bye. Star Games Audio, a, podca- <clears throat> a podcast network.